Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Steve and Joey are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable, quirky researchers and experts that evangelize it. Today we're talking about Season 2, Episode 1, Mysterious Places. Something Steve knows a lot about. Yes, because that's how they don't find the bodies. <laughs> um, yeah, and this, places to touch. Yeah, this bathing suit areas, mysterious places on your body. Which, yeah. you know, it's funny. There are people that go through their whole life not knowing how to make themselves feel good. Yeah, how to touch certain parts of their body, explore those right. hidden crevasses. Yeah, and they die. And inner workings. They, they die not knowing. They never knew. Little tank tickle feels pretty nice, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Oh, ripping my pubes out as I come yeah. feels really bad. This is not for me. Right. I sh- immediately regret this. Not anyone sorry. that would like this. <laughs> I'm this talking kind of thing. like Will Ferrell. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> um, that's what everyone comes here for, too. Yeah. The Will Ferrell the impression. Will. <laughs> Bye, buddy. <laughs> Just not an impression of Will Ferrell, but a character uh, in Elf. Elf. Yeah. yeah. Great. Um, yeah, how's it going, Steve? It's going good. Yeah. Week is trucking along. Mm-hmm. Mysterious places have been found. <laughs> what did you think overall? Not not, not spoiler alert. What do you think of this episode? This is our first normal length episode. Just like my normal length pee-pee. You don't want to really have too big a pee-pee. You? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want the thick shit. Um, no, this episode... I think I have a few problems with. Yeah. <laughs> um, it felt tiny. Like, I literally was like, oh, God, it's already over as I was yeah, watching yeah. it. Because we're used to, if you haven't listened before, Blah. the whole first season of Ancient Aliens' first five episodes, hour and a half episodes, two hours with commercials, but hour and a half long, double size episodes. So yeah. now we're into what it'll be the rest of the time, bit. which is yeah. the normal with, commer- or with commercials an hour without about 42, 43 minutes. So, yeah. uh Every time in my notes, I'd always have like nine or ten segments. Now I have like five, which is nice. Yeah, yeah, no, there's just a lot of energy talk and things that are like, yeah, (laughs) I don't know about that as much personally. But we uh, get introduced to some some of the, uh, oh, I'm talking over you. I know somebody out there hates that. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Not the gross humor, okay, Joe? (laughs) Too much sexual in you. Yeah. (laughs) Get it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, make sure and rate us and review us yeah. on yeah, iTunes. Please. Thank you. A lot of fans out there. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's it's <laughs> there is it's it's a really interesting episode because it's part of why I love the series, which is they go to these cool exotic places and yeah. whatever, too. And, and uh, But it's it's there's a stark change from, like we talked about last episode, um, they, they would always have actual, like, third-party scientific experts on the episodes that would kind of give you a little – you know, neutral, just factual juice to the conversation that was going on and uh, and a lot of the speculation and all that stuff. And uh, they've kind of culled some of them out. There's a couple of them still here. Um, Sarah Seeger, who is like the planetary scientist at MIT, she's on and she very strictly talks like this. And she's very nervous on camera. You can tell. Yeah. And I'm like, not sure if we believe anything <laughs> right. I'm talking about. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but she was always given the facts. And then Robert Schock, Geology Jesus, He's mm-hmm. still here, and he's mm-hmm. here the rest of the series, but he's much more – he's mixing a little more speculation now. Uh, it's almost yeah, like yeah, they yeah. liked him as a as a guy, like a character on the show. 
like, oh, there must have been some, like, people want more Robert Shock or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. They were testing oh, the, strong seeing one. the spikes and listening yeah, and, yeah. or watching, watching listening, yeah. <laughs> watching the show. And when Robert Shock was on, all the kids in the country had their yeah. hands under their chin, Peak their times. little legs up in the air behind them, and they were enraptured. Wet. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, because uh, he gets a little more like, we just don't know in this episode, yeah. too. But, um but yeah, it was a oh, nice. We get a heavy dose of childress here too. Oh yeah, <laughs> some of the classic lines <laughs> from childress yeah. in there. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, let's let's kick it off with the first mysterious place they talk about is the Bermuda Triangle. So triangular. What <laughs> <laughs> a triangle uh, shape on the yeah. <laughs> board there. <laughs> I thought you were doing these, impression uh, of musical someone. things work. You can throw it into different shapes. Yeah. <laughs> Flavor shapes. Sound shapes. Yeah, see, that's different shape weight. Yeah. Mix it. <laughs> the shape weight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so for those that don't know, yeah. f- fucking idiots don't know yeah. the Bermuda Triangle. Um, Never been to Little Puerto Rico, San right. Juan, my friend. <laughs> I love Little Puerto Rico. I prefer it to, to Puerto Rico. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a they nice call it, little area. <laughs> they call it Puerto Riquita yeah. <laughs> in the Spanish language. Yeah. You uh, get a lot of popitas and right. boricuas down there. All the food's really small and cute. Like, you almost yeah. don't want to eat it, but yeah. they have, you know, little bananas. That's have, tapas. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Bananitas and carne yeah. asadita and all that, mm-hmm. all the small stuff. Um, Margaritas. <laughs> there we go. And see, that was yeah. a like a like a like an exchange student. <laughs> That was an export from yeah. Puerto Rico. Little Puerto Rico, <laughs> yeah. yes. Um, but yeah, so the Bermuda Triangle is a uh, triangu- triangular shape on the map between Miami, Florida, Puerto mm-hmm. Rico, and Bermuda, the island yeah. of Bermuda. Um, and as Philip Coppins calls out, <laughs> he <laughs> very like scientifically just says, a whole bunch of weirdness <laughs> all conglomerating in this very tight corner of the Atlantic. And I. <laughs> Of course, because we love our sexual innuendo on this show. Yeah. Uh, we <laughs> love that we're tight. being passive aggressive. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Um, that, like, <laughs> everything in this first segment felt very sexual because I was yeah. like, ooh, we're going to make jokes about mysterious places and all yeah. that stupid yeah. shit we do. And then, like, he comes over to the very tight corner, <laughs> like, all this shit. Um, but know, yeah, like that sweet spot, you know, just right in there. You yeah. just get it. And it's so <laughs> damp, but. <laughs> Covered in beauty, right. <laughs> goes on forever. And a lot of moist beauty. Yeah. Get lose your manhood and virginity. Your virginity is pulled into another realm, <laughs> and you come out a man straight from your prostate. Straight, yeah, um, well, straightish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, for those that don't know, also Bermuda Triangle, a lot of weird shit happens there. There's a lot of plane malfunctions in the Bermuda Triangle. Uh, plane disappearances, things like that. Yeah. Um, Which is funny. I just read an I fucking love science mm-hmm. post about the Bermuda Triangle, and it said, you know, from the research, that there's nothing going on here. Right. They said <laughs> statistically, nothing's different, nothing changes. Right. A lot of the airplanes that went missing were because pilots back in the day would take off half drunk. Right. Or not even <laughs> with the proper, like, aviation gear. Right. It's like a lot of the shit went down. A while ago. Right. And there, there's just fast-moving currents, right. and it, it's a dangerous area. And plenty of planes crash over land. Yeah, everywhere. Mysteriously sometimes. But you find the wreckage pretty easy because it's on land, and people report yeah. it. Or some yeah. farmer's like, oh, my sheep yeah. got fucked by a plane jet. Yeah, and this is like a heavy trade zone. Right. So, I mean, back in the day, I'm sure, right. you know, there's just a lot more right. action in that area. And I'm but. sure that the water is deep as fuck over there, too, in the yeah. middle of the, of the Atlantic. Yeah. And there probably wasn't like... 
James Cameron-esque, like, in Titanic yeah. submersible shit that could just go down there and find the wreckage yeah. or whatever, Breathe too. the water. Right. Um, I also wonder, the first story we're going to talk about uh, is, I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but of those five Navy planes in 1945, makes you wonder if those planes were like, I don't want to fight this, the, the planes, the pilots were like, I don't want to fight this fucking war, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they just fucked off and landed somewhere, turned off their radio and just landed, but that's speculative in our part. Yeah. But, uh but yeah, like there's plenty of crashes. The uh, most famous one is Amelia Earhart, and if you don't know that story, um, she's a famous female pilot, wanted to fly all around the fucking world. Yeah, uh, she crashed in that area or disappeared in that area, and for the last sixty years or so, everyone's yeah. like, "Oh, never found." Whatever, no body found, no reports mm-hmm. of anything. And then, like five years ago. They found a little remote island that's not really charted with her exact plane with the exact, oh, like, Jesus. VIN number yeah. thing on there. And uh, she probably fucking died of starvation Just, yeah. on this island, which is, is a she sad fucking story. she crash? Right. Yeah. Well, there was elements. Survived. There was oh, stuff. Oh. Of, like, her shit was on the thing. Oh, so she, literally she either shit, drowned yeah. in the plane. Or she took Blew up shits. in the plane. or Because <laughs> there's shits all over the plane. Right. Oh, yeah. Petrified yeah. female dukers over yeah. there. Yeah. They have um, a special blend. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it, it goes into our point all the time of, like, sometimes we just don't have shit figured out yet. So it's yeah. hard a lot of times to have definitive answers about something. Yeah. You just have to wait sometimes for shit to be found yeah. or whatever. So And what's the other one where there was, like, those three or four World War II planes that went missing? I just mentioned that. You did. <laughs> yeah. No, I thought I was, you were on a million. No, it's about, you were, you were yeah. uh, changing yeah, the levels yeah. there. But, uh, no, that was, like, the five Navy jets the, were, yeah, like, okay, sorry, and sorry, then sorry, the, sorry, rest, sorry. the rest, the rescue plane, and the immediately yeah. after, came from Sweden, and then uh, it disappeared as well. Yeah, so. Okay. Um, and that being said, there's like, as we'll get into more, there's, yeah, there's like weird geomagnetic magnetic stuff there, mm-hmm. but there's weird geomagnetic, geomagnetic Ge- stuff geomagnetic. on like every yeah. fucking line, la- you know, yeah, latitude everywhere. line of the yeah. fucking world. Yeah. So, um, and that doesn't necessarily mean everything will fail. So again, the crashes on this are just, it started to be publicized because back when technology kind of sucked, shit did disappear and they couldn't yeah, find it yeah. or didn't find it. Things you know? just, yeah, went missing. And when you're having a fucking world war, it's probably not your first priority to fly out to the middle of nowhere where there's yeah. no war zone and go and search yeah, for send weeks a bunch and weeks of ships out. Yes, and get a commission out. a submarine to go look for crashed planes, whatever, yeah. deep in the ocean right there. So, um, but uh, anyway, we get our first appearance of a very controversial man named Michael Barra, and he has very interesting hair. <laughs> uh, another, another interesting hair, uh, you know, guy on the show. Yeah, they love um, their dues. Yeah, and so I did a little research on Michael Barra earlier, and uh, not right now, but earlier. And he's a pretty controversial guy. He is some of his most famous kind of th- things, like things that he's infamous for. He's written some books, but um, he in 2012 he <laughs> took an image that was found to have been taken from a Call of Duty Zombies video game forum. <laughs> Uh, and it was like a picture of the moon that had like a pyramid or something on there, like a temple or something. A ziggurat is what they call it. Okay. And a ziggurat, I think, is specifically like a religious pyramid of some kind or a religious temple. Uh-huh. Um, and he he then like fought to the death of that. This was real, and there really is pyramids a on thing. the moon and yeah. this culture there and all this stuff. And even though people were like, dude, you found this from this post. It's the only place it exists. And yeah. he was like, nope. And so he's one of those guys that, like, you can't really argue with. And, and I'm only talking mild shit because he said some really shitty things to, like, NASA people and uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson and all yeah. that. So he seems a little on the arrogant side, you know. Does he fall off the show? 
That's no, he's point. on for quite a while. Okay. I, I remember him even as recently as season 10, okay. but um, not all the time, but he's heavy in this episode. He's, yeah. He's apparently an interdimensional energy expert and portal expert, yeah. but we'll get to that in a little bit. But, he loves um, that game portal. Yeah. He, uh, he criticizes NASA uh, quite a bit mm-hmm. uh, for hiding things, and he's a big shit talker. He literally said... I, if Neil deGrasse Tyson and I had a scientific debate, I would beat him as bad as the Broncos in, a, in the Super Bowl or something. He said that in 2014 or yeah. something like that. Oh, and Broncos are notorious right. for losing <laughs> right. Super Bowls, yeah. Joe. You're not a sportsman. Nope. <laughs> but we toss that pigskin around. Right. Them and the Buffalo Bills right. blew it. Now, what about the Vikings? They're pretty bad, too, right? Uh, no, Vikings are fine. Yeah. They're kind of always like a mid-level team. Sometimes yeah. they'll, they'll go to the playoffs. Buccaneers. Uh, the Bucks. Yep, Tampa Bay. They've won it uh, now, once recently. In basketball, now, the there's Browns, a team called the Bucks, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. I'm not a big b-baller. Okay, but um, they have buck teeth. Yeah, yeah. the Browns oh. of Cleveland. They've won one game in the last like two or three years. Oh wow, <laughs> they're really huh. terrible. Yeah, but now um, a man named Drew Carey, who's an expert on Cleveland, he said Cleveland yeah. rocks. No, they fucking suck. Oh, okay. Hmm. Ohio's actually not that bad of a place. Yeah, but, I've been there. Yeah. yeah. I haven't been to Cleveland. I've been to Cincy. Give me some of that skyline chili, yeah. baby, oh, for all well, you Ohio talking. listeners out there. Cincy. I actually never tried it. Yeah. <laughs> I've been to Columbus multiple times right. and haven't had the <laughs> greasy shits of that chili, right. my friend. And everyone yeah. says it's like cinnamon sweet chili, and it doesn't that sound good gross. to me. <laughs> <laughs> I did have White Castle out there for the first time, oh, yeah. and I did have some greasy shits. I had that in Chicago for the first time. Yeah. I also had greasy shits because yeah. they're kind of like, just like microwave burgers from the freezer. Yeah, yeah. The worst are when I've had the freezer ones here. Right. Out in SoCal. Tastes better than the goddamn no. fast food restaurant. I almost died. <laughs> oh. <laughs> How did you almost die? Uh, again, big time gut, oh. gut musters. Like like yeah. food poisoning level or like? Uh, it was just, not almost, it was just bad, so some crampy, bad, greasy. Crampy tears. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um... I wrote shit talker as one word, and I keep it keep my eye keeps drawing back, and it says shiitake all the yeah. time. Oh, the shit talker mushroom. mushroom. Yeah. Oh, uh, but anyway, the bar is on there. You know his character stuff aside, yeah. um, to talk about how the Bermuda, Tri- Bermuda Triangle mystery goes back to Columbus days, and he's reporting. We've talked oh, about yeah, Columbus like the fireballs a little it, bit, it, yeah. where he had the fireball kind of things in the sky that he followed. Uh, the last episode, um, coming out of the water, crashing back into the water. Mm-hmm. And then we get the first appearance of a True Blue series regular, Jason Martell, or I call it the Slickback Kid. Uh, <laughs> he is he is nice-seeming, he's energetic, and he always sounds like he's reading from a script. Like, he always sounds like he's rehearsed, mm-hmm. energetically rehearsed. Yeah. But like, he's, like he's like a C-minus a drama student, and he's always talking like this. Like, it's always like these, like, Very, I have yeah. to sound dramatic and serious kind of thing, you know? Um, I must and, earn my spot on the show. Right. And like 10 seasons later, he doesn't sound any different, but his hair gets a little blonde and more Ooh. frosted. So That's that um, Hollywood money getting to him. Oh, yeah. yeah. That history channel money, baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're oh. going on the cruise, baby. Oh, yeah. He's making that, what is it, something in the desert money? What the fuck? Remember the desert thing? The fucking, uh, the thing out in Joshua Tree they have? Contact oh, oh, in the yeah, desert? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant that was a saying yeah. oh, or no. something <laughs> in the desert. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. That mammoth yeah. money, baby. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> that big pile. Um, oh, he's got a booth out in Contact in the desert. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How, okay, so guys respond to us on social. <laughs> uh, how many of these guys, we've kind of discussed this, right. are like just creepers at these events? Oh, like, they're yeah. using their celebrity just to just try and bang chicks. Right, I know. Maybe dudes, I don't know. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just bang someone. Right. I'm, I don't know. Like, because 
I don't Are know. These guys, like, do they have wives and girlfriends? A lot of them do, actually, because, like, you'll see Sukalos, you know, posting mm-hmm. with, oh, here, I'm here with Jason Martell and our wives. Like, so they both, okay, like, yeah. they're married at least, like, not yeah. sure about Childress. He's a world traveler. He's the yeah. he's the modern day Indiana Jones. Yeah. So, and I just watched an indie marathon. Mm-hmm. He was banging different blondes in every movie. Oh yeah, that was the same. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. if David's modern day, yeah. maybe it's after brunettes. But so we got a shot, Joe. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was running from some kind yeah. of boulder in that. One, oh yeah, in that thing. <laughs> in that one episode, <laughs> he drank some kind of blood. Oh or yeah, blood like substance, yeah. and went to the dark space. And forever dream while you're awake. In my mind, Shiva had both genders. Yeah. <laughs> could bring you to a, a new interdimensional ship yeah. with both genders of pleasure. Of ecstasy that right. had never been. And right. multiple hands to just engulf your whole entire body. Uh, th- th- we cannot perceive in this reality. Yeah. Your own hand jobs. <laughs> we get a lot of that kind of pensive, calmer children in this episode, yeah. but then a little bit of those... Children, children's explosion. Yeah. It's not a children yeah. explosion. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we both got our yeah. parole officers. They can't but... make you come. <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> Shout out to Doughboys. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. He, uh, he, uh, uh, Jason Martell's on here talking about Columbus in detail. We go into the Navy bomber planes that we talked yeah. about before. Um, and then, <laughs> once again, a little innuendo here. Coppins comes on. And he's like, and, he, and Coppins is very ethereal. F- Philip Coppins, long, wavy-haired guy that you guys all know. He passed away in 2012, I think. Um, he's very ethereal, very spiritual guy, always about reality and realms and all mm-hmm, that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he says, kind of like establishes himself as how he will be the rest of the series that he's on anyway. And he's like, he's like now these, these people, or these planes, have been snatched out of our reality. And snacked by, out? Snatched out. Oh, snatched. Yeah. And that's where I was laughing. I had a little oh, chuckle. Um, but... Uh, so he's talking, and he's like, but by what and where? We don't know, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, so he's saying that literally introducing the idea that those planes literally crossed over to another dimension of reality. Yeah. Not that they another crashed. Realm. Right. And it's like, they could have just crashed. And I, maybe, yeah. who knows, the radio might go out before the screams start and before, like, the fucking joysticks yeah. run out or whatever. Well, if the engine just, if, if your power just shorts out, right. you're just done. Exactly. And, hey, I will give it to them. It is weird that five planes, all on the yeah. same journey in formation, disappeared that's fucking weird especially yeah. if they all crashed they might have all crashed to each other they might have hit a storm yeah or they whatever all could have been drunk right you know i don't know high. so or they all could have fucked off and deserted you never know right you know right. deserted changed their names in another country whatever. and yeah lived out their days in bermuda or whatever you yeah. know in jamaica so bermuda bahama come, come on, on pretty, pretty mama. mama i will come on pretty mama yeah Ilargo, in Kilargo or montego yeah hey baby why don't we go yeah down to Kokomo. To, to some sort of <laughs> com Because I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> Kumquat. Kumquat. Co. Yeah. To cum dumpster yeah. land. <laughs> yeah. Cum dumpster land. Like lunch lady land. Shout out to Adam Sandler. Big fan of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Making it happen. <laughs> oh, listen to the podcast. Jesus. Please don't. Don't. We're going real morning zoo here. <laughs> We love morning and we're influenced by morning Zoom shows. <laughs> Bye, Joey. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we get to American pilot Bruce Gernon, who has... Oh, a, he's Gernon. A weird... He did a lot of <laughs> oh, <yeah>. ecstasy. <laughs> uh, he is a pretty interesting guy that's on for like all of a minute, I think. And it's kind of funny because literally they just go, and this guy... 
live to tell the tale <laughs> from crashing. And then it's like, well, I was there, and uh, I went into this crazy. vortex, and it was crazy, and I'm here. And I was just like... <laughs> yeah, you, you had a you, crazy experience. You had a primary no source, yeah. a primary source and witness, and you give him, like, 60 seconds of airtime. Mm-hmm. I want to know, like, what led up to it. What did his instruments do? Like, what did they... Like, and yeah. he, he, what did he and, see? How does he know it's a vortex and right. not some other just weird... You know. I'll go into his description. I'm glossing yeah. over what yeah, he yeah. says. But he says that... He was flying through Bermuda. He and his dad were in the plane, which taking Uh-oh. an old dad plane trip. Yeah. Uh, saw maybe to a country where that's allowed. You know, yeah. um, saw a strange cloud. The cloud formed a vortex. Lines formed, which he said it was like looking down a rifle barrel, where it's like those spiral oh, lines, yeah, I yeah, guess, yeah. suspend the bullet. And it was grayish yellowish fog, which he called electronic fog. Mm. And he felt electricity. That's my favorite type of music is <laughs> right, electronic exactly. fog. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's like. He felt an unbelievable sensation of electricity and electromagnetism. Mm. I'm like... Is that just his dad jerking him off? Right. <laughs> right. Just whispering in his yeah. ear just enough so it tickles. Yeah. And, and he looked down and he <sighs> saw a big spiraling right. load right. that was kind of yellow and yeah. white. Yep. Staring down the, the barrel, barrel of like yeah. a rifle. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking it, it was that dad's hog. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And that yellow fog came out. Off white fog came yeah. out. So My room's um, covered in it. There's a whole, <laughs> bl- a whole blanket that's right. dedicated to it. Don't put a black light in Bruce Gernon's plane or your bedroom. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but he... Oh, we got some... Oh, I thought... I thought no, uh, I heard, like, crashing something. It was, I thought Daphne was out here. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Um, Is that door locked? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he just says, felt an unbelievable sensation. I exited the tunnel, and I'm like... What? Like you just flew out of he just flew out of the cloud, I guess, you know, but like again, why did that does that so I'm skipping ahead well, I'm sidestepping yeah, 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 here. Yeah, yeah. Does that mean the tunnel didn't like choose him? Because how the fuck how did he go to another dimension? Because then he paused it or everyone else on the show is pausing. Oh, right. he went into one of those interdimensional vortex like a wormhole. But why didn't he go through it then? Like and yeah, they say he, but did. they say he did because he lost an hour of time. And I'm like... Yeah, he was high. Uh, yeah, I mean, this was 1970. So, And he was in that post-coitus glow with his dad. So yeah, yeah. you never know. You just lose track of time. Sometimes right. you're just in bed right. all day. And you, yep. Next thing you know, it's 4 or 5 p.m. and you got to get up and go get yeah. dinner. That is kind of the creepy story of how autopilot was invented, which was mm-hmm. just to give the pilots time. They didn't have to be father and son. But give yeah. the pilots time to jerk each other off. You know, yeah, they just yeah. let the plane go. Because when you're up there for 12 hours, 14-hour flights. Bored. Yeah. You're bored as fuck. Planes flying. <laughs> Worse you're than just a sitting submarine. there, oh, I'm inching the fucking steering wheel yeah, a little bit left. And your hands are light. so close to your crotch. Right. It's like, how can I not Yeah. And then his hands can be this. so close to your crotch, too. Yeah. If only a robot would fly the plane. So yeah. that's why it was invented in World War II. Um, because, you know, if you, you'd have soldiers and pilots just stress the fuck Aching. out. Yeah. You know? Um, because, you know, masturbation was kind of frowned yeah. upon back then. You couldn't just take care of yourself. Should so. we be seeing this? Right. <laughs> um, shout out to Mystery Science Theater. Yeah. Big fans of the show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just waiting for someone on Twitter to go, hey, yeah. these guys shouted at you guys. <laughs> yeah, who gives a fuck? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Banned. Who don't uh, even have an account. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then they posit the question. So, oh yeah, the whole point was that. Air traffic control lost him on radar for a f- radar, radar for a few yeah. minutes, and at Radar Nation, and huh? then he was, <laughs> and then he was in Miami gone for an hour. Right, he said, "Oh, my trip should have taken an hour and a half, and it only took a half hour." So he apparently skipped over an hour of time and distance or whatever. So the whole point of this episode then is, oh, it, it jumps like, could extraterrestrials be using this kind of gateway to travel to Earth? And I'm just like. Whoa, 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 whoa. A cloud gateway? Right. A cloud gateway that leads from one area of America to another about 200 miles away and just makes it go a little faster. (laughs) Like, 
You were just going to give you a little pep. Right. Yeah, I he mean, should have been like a thousand years in the future. Right. It, yeah, you think, right. If, <laughs> Which maybe these people are, and we don't know. Right. But. Because they also do not go into, and that's what's very inconsistent in this episode. They don't go into if the aliens can control these wormholes or if they just know where they are. Yeah. If they can control them, why the fuck were they just, like, what do they detect he was in there and go, oh, now right. let's get him out and, you yeah. know, close enough. Or if it's random shit. You would think that it would have been an alien thing that they could go yeah. from another fucking galaxy or whatever across whatever, mm-hmm. and so and also, so then we we get Martell comes back on and he's like, you know, these uh, extraterrestrials could use the energy from these vortexes as an energy boost to drive them like a warp drive, and I'm like, what? Like, how do you know how what is a he vortex... Doc Brown harnessing the goddamn lightning right. rod? And that's and that's yeah, it's like yeah, it's this Mister Fusion yeah. that he fucking invented in here. It's like the vortex is not the trash and banana peels of Mr. Fusion. Like, yeah. it's just a gateway. But it's weird because him and Michael Barra start talking about the use of this energy, but they, they seem to know it for a fact. Because Michael yeah. Barra, after this, is very confident when he says this next thing. But he's like, but, but Martell is like, so they use this as like a slingshot almost. And it's like, how do you know, how do you know for sure? How would you slingshot in your own? Time. Right, like it's weird. They introduce the concept of wormholes, and they constantly do this. And I'm, I'm assuming now that we're paying more attention as we rewatch these episodes, they're, they always they're gonna like in this episode they use Einstein's theory of space, special relativity mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. because it gives you a little bit of that like oh see and like the major expert said if I could this tie it back to this fancy the following thing. four people are talking about it just like Einstein. And you're like yeah, but no, he did the work to figure it out like yeah, mathematically yeah. and physically. Right. And even he's like, we can't observe them, but that technically it could be possible yeah. with, with my way of thinking about right, it. Right, but right. Um, so it's a, it's kind of this little like not bait and switch, but like a I don't know, like stoking your fire a little bit, making you like get on the train and you just keep yeah. going with it. You know, well, it's like, like when people yeah debate or talk and don't really give all the facts; they right. just sort of lead you down this path, and you're like, okay. And if you don't question it, <laughs> right. like we're trying to do right <laughs> yeah, now, yeah. then people just go, oh yeah, that's how that is. It's oh, like oh, that all makes but sense. Then it's like the yeah. Bible, right? Where it's like. Oh yeah, this, this, and that. Okay, but you're telling me the Bible's real and it's true. Like, what about right. all of these? If other no one things? asks questions. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know. So and so because I mean that's what's fascinating too is like they then use like Plato later on and it's like well yeah but they believe that there's like a thunder god and all that stuff too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's 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 yeah it's it's interesting because then Mekabara goes very confidently and says the nature of energy from other dimensions can be harnessed in, like, this way and that way. and what, uh, He says, like, when you harness energy, when you harness energy from a higher dimension, what does that mm-hmm. mean? And yeah, then... How do you know that? Right. You harness energy from a higher dimension. It acts like it turns into... It, it comes out as a vortex. And this, I remember writing this down. He says, uh, anytime you have energy coming from a higher dimension, it comes out as a spin. And the spinning is what allows the energy to gape through. <laughs> and I rewinded it three times to make sure it said gape. <laughs> yeah. Those energy emissions are going to be a vortex. So a vortex and a gateway are the same thing. And I'm like, there is so much about particle physics and, like, interdimension, like, uh, the, the fact, like, multiverse theory and all this shit that, like... Oh, it's fireworks. Oh, jeez. Um, fireworks? Outside? Yeah. Wow. Someone just lighting shit off. Sorry. Ooh, we had a little scare over here. It's not like someone was rapping on the window or, like, yeah, not yeah, yo, yeah, yo, yeah. yo, yeah, but, yeah, like, yeah. you know... Rap, rap, rapping on my chamber door. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's just like this. Oh, is, it's haunted. Yeah, this is where I'm like, okay. So now I'm starting to understand why this guy might have a little inflated sense of self, so that he just mm-hmm. like 
it's just kind of a dick all the time. Like, yeah, like, says these things. And, how the fuck do you know this stuff? Like, yeah. and well, it's those fucking annoying type of people. You're like, well, how about this? No, you're fucking wrong. Mm-hmm. This is it because I said it, and it's right. like they just believe and create this reality in their own head, which right. is kind of a weird thing too. Yeah. But. Oh, and he has a whole book published in 2016 after this appearance uh, called The Choice, and that book is all about how every single human mind can make the choice to sh- completely shape the entire world's reality just by making the decision to. And it's like, and I, and I thought like, when I first read the little byline, I was like, okay, that's just like metaphorical or whatever, maybe like, oh, you all have the choice to make a difference. Mm-hmm. But it literally, they're saying that consciousness, each person's reality is like its own universe. And it's like, and he's, th- but he's saying that it's literally like other dimensions and we're all existing, like right, all right. this weird shit. Well, so. and all of that when, from a, you know, philosophical standpoint, you can't prove reality is real. Like right. you literally can't. Exactly. Cause it's all in your own mind and brain. So right. yeah, if you want to say that, I sure, I guess you're right. But that's kind of, that's a pretty narcissistic way. way to look no, it at it. No, yeah, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, okay. <laughs> like, uh, it's like everyone else is just part of your hologram or something like that, you know, but you're not part of theirs and then right. you can't prove that we're experiencing something like that. Exactly. Yeah. So deep, but. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then to say that a vortex and a gateway are the same thing, like, I guess you could say like a whirlpool is a vortex, a literal vortex in the mm-hmm. water. And I guess you go deeper, but you don't go to like another part of the ocean. You just go down. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, down. I guess. But so it's like a gateway is also energy. And if that's the that case, doesn't go. <laughs> right. Anyway, <laughs> we'll get sorry, to that pretty sorry. quick. Um, but yeah, they, they. If Barra, Michael Barra knew how this shit worked, he, why is he not the richest person ever in the history yeah, of the Yeah, he should universe? just be able to morph time and reality and right. do whatever he wants. Because he is... He t- wants to be on the History right. Channel writing books. Right. Because he is talking as confidently as what I would assume Einstein would. Probably mm-hmm. not. Actually, Einstein was probably more humble, I'm guessing. But so confidently that he just knows how this works. But, you know, they're not fake. The real scientists aren't working on this stuff. And it's like, okay. Anyway, we got... We should get one of those like like alarm sounds because we got children's alert. <laughs> As I wrote it, the Bermuda Triangle, <laughs> Bermuda Triangle, is possibly an interdimensional doorway for these aliens, and that is the crux of the episode. Yeah, and it leads us to our next segment, which is land-based wormholes instead of. Air or ocean-based yeah. ones, like over the Bermuda Triangle. Flesh-based wormholes. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Everyone's got three of those. Yeah. Five. Bare men. Five if you have micropenises like we do. Yeah. Four. <laughs> Actually, nose and seven. Ear. There's a yep. whole fuck oh, yeah. ton. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, or we could sound other people's urethras with yeah. micropenises. Yeah. Um, Ram them in. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Um, we go to the north of Mexico, Mexico, our neighbors to the south here in America, to the zone of silence. Oh, yeah. I, I, I thought you up. were going for a sound no, effect. No, 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 no. Well, I was looking for something. Yeah. I ain't got... Um, there we go. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Big payoff. Um, it's another place, another mysterious place where weird things happen there. Sooks is on, and, he's just, and he has gorgeous hair in this episode it's yeah, like full it's not Suko. the sticky like whatever it's this big like oh yeah he kind of does like a wavy, or 80s kind of feathered kind of look yeah. on there very lustrous yeah, uh very yeah. pantene pro v rub your um, fingers through it yeah and he, he talks remember about, those herbal essence commercials oh, yeah. they're like oh Oof, yeah, just hear Suk's like moaning like that? I mean, and mm. yeah rubbing um, that head oh yeah uh and he talks about how radio cell phones compasses don't work they're mm-hmm. the basic kind of shit that you know childress is on and and he says Strange rocks, strange mutated animals, 
and strange tingling sensation when you're mm-hmm. there. And it's like, and they don't show any of these mutated animals or examples no, no. of them. I'm like, mutated animals? Yeah. Like, I feel like we would hear about this place a lot more if there were new yeah. species of animals so, growing. So I went dying. online and searched this place because oh, we're nice. going deeper on all these things. Right, right, yeah. And they said, so I don't know if you want to get to the rocket part, but... Um, the rock. Oh, the missile. So the missile that mm-hmm. that got pulled in there. Right. So I went on. It was like like science dot com or you know something had an article about this place, right. and they're like, this place is bullshit. Oh. <laughs> like they're like that rocket did land there, uh-huh. but up until then, no one knew about this place. Right. So there was never a mystery, and got they it. said the big problem was the government sent security down to guard the rocket because uh-huh. it's in Mexico. Um, looked like a big cover-up or something. Yeah, weird. so they're yeah. like, oh, we <laughs> sent these people down to protect right. it while we cleaned it up. And then yeah. it started all this this mystery and weird. Right. And, and then now the whole community is just trying to profit off of that right. by blowing it up into this like crazy, mysterious place. Because the evidence in this and, whole segment is very weak. Yeah. And it's very much like... Oh, these two cultures—the the the, um, Na- like the Anazazi yeah. to the north and the Mayans to the south—were like a two thousand miles apart, but they maybe they met in the middle there and like had weird yeah, shit going on. And looked yeah. at the stars there, and I'm like, this is pretty weak. Yeah. And so, and no scientist has ever reported right <laughs> phones or radios or anything like not working they, here. They introduced this place as like the Land Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. Literally, one pilot, a Mexican pilot in the 30s. Francisco Salapia says his radio stopped working over there. I'm like, because yeah. you're in a 1930s fucking plane, yeah. like you you're know, in the middle of nowhere. And even if there is a raised magnetic, yeah, electric magnetic, whatever, sloppy. you know, like, <laughs> uh, then okay, maybe it makes a little thing, a radio or or some yeah. machine go out. But it's like, I don't know. There, there's, yeah, it, like you said, there's no mass reporting on this place. Yeah. And then it jumps to the yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. and then it says it's dangerous because right. then it brings people down here, and then like the people not trying to capitalize on the weirdness are like farmers. So right. now you have all these people prodding and poking at their animals, fucking right. with crops because they're trying to like find something weird and right. mutated. You set off a mob mentality. Yeah, and I'm like, and that that was the biggest thing was like the biggest red flag. I'm like, ooh, I want to see some pictures of these mutated animals. Yeah, you see nothing. Like, yeah. And this show is all about, like, doing some research or at least having other people do research and bringing it to the show. But yeah, yeah. I was just like, at least that you could show now, like, very yeah, easily yeah. show mutated animals, you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that, that in 1970 was that Athena missile that got launched, and it was this, like, cool tracking missile mm-hmm. or whatever. It, like, overshot by 100 miles. But they also said it was a brand-new fucking testing, missile. Yeah. And so they were testing a new missile and guidance system. So yeah. maybe it just fucked up. Or maybe there is... Again, an electromagnetic spike there, and it kind of fucked with it. But it doesn't yeah. mean it was this magical place necessarily. Yeah, yeah. And because then the other quote unquote evidence they give is that uh, a lot of these cultures, Mesoamerican cultures, they wrote down that there was a supernova in the sky and big meteors and stuff. I'm like, how does that have anything to do with, with proving this yeah. that this particular place is weird? Yeah. That's cool, and that's like you know, it's fine. Like, but you can say that about any culture almost ever. Anywhere, yeah. That studied the stars in the last thousand years, which all of them did, yeah. uh, because that was just how you could make a calendar yeah, and tell yeah. time and know where you were and all that. Yeah, shit. if you're so, like, oh, I stand here and I and I don't see something, or I see something only while standing here. Right. Where if I go ten miles to the west, Joey can't see the supernova that I'm right. looking at, so I am looking through a different dimension right. of the universe or it's something. Like, no, like, there might have just been a cloud just, or the angle or whatever, or the reflection of light or yeah. whatnot. And but here we have children saying, this place is. Sucking asteroids and space debris <laughs> in this small asteroid. area, you know. Yeah, I pictured it's the big, 
an asteroid just going into a little butthole. But uh, it, it's not ha- like you said; it's just not happening. And there's no, yeah, they're not showing reports of this or anything too. You know, yeah. So. I feel like this again. What is a season two kickoff? Yeah. They're they're kind of struggling to find more alien. They're topics. grasping at straws because this is kind of just a like bit. a Fox special on weird places around right. the world. Exactly. Like, yeah. It's very alien light. I feel like right. they could have, and we have more conspiracy and just weird theories instead right. of like, here's how aliens were. In, I mean, they go to like all the mapping later, but it's right. just not as yeah. This, this especially this this segment's the weakest weird. of yeah. all of them, and so <laughs> they go into again as some sort of proof that these cultures believed in sky people, and literally every culture believes in gods of some kind, yeah. uh, which are all sky people, whether they literally say it. Or they say they come from the heavens or whatever. whatever, You know, every single culture has that. And so, um, and then we get to something a little dicey. Jason Martell, I don't, I honestly don't think he's trying to. He's just regurgitating what he's researched. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But he's kind of the the racial expert on this episode, if you want to call it that. Oh yeah, yeah. Three different times, I think, that I wrote down. He comes on to talk about. That the Mesoamericans, when they talk about the sky people, that they're people of of bright white skin with white hair and blue eyes, and I'm just like, I don't. Uh, He, I am not saying he is because I don't think he is, but it goes into this. It's like, and I remember we talked about one of the older episodes, older like a few weeks ago, but where some of the earliest like Atlantean guys like doing that, they were the Mm -hmm. ones in like the 30s talking about, oh, this culture here, and but there was a lot of like anti-Semitism and anti-primitive, you know, quote-ism and all that kind of stuff. And again, this whole thing that he, because and and (laughs) he mentions a lot, the indigenous brown, dark-skinned people were not like them at all. And it's just, and I'm like, he's just stating a fact of something they say in their religion, and that's Mm -hmm, fine. mm But we just see a lot of this happening. Yeah, he kind of he's into it a little too much, <laughs> and it's a little problematic yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Um, and then they go into there's lots of UFO sightings in the zone of silence. This entire series, even the last episode we talked about, the entire episode was how how everywhere in the world, from boring suburbs to yeah. Washington, Washington D.C., <laughs> Washington, Washington D.C., my, my favorite series yep. of adult films, yeah. uh, Washingtons in D.C. <laughs> uh, that Discharge. They, <laughs> that all of them everywhere is rife with UFO sightings, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they you know and that, that was like a whole point of like they're yeah. everywhere, and especially since the nineties, people have video cameras, everyone can film them now, and yeah. so we see this big boom of evidence in the nineties, and so now it's saying this place is special because there was like one or a or there's it's you know there's a they have a guy that's never on he's specifically mm-hmm. there but he's an expert on this area. He says, oh, there's tons of you. I'm like, okay, great, but there's tons in Arizona. There's tons in New York. There's tons in wherever. And so it just – it was another thing that's not a good piece of evidence. Yeah, yeah. Um, And the the UFO UFO sighting is pretty unremarkable the way he's like, oh, yeah, these guys saw these three lights in the sky, and they turned and went away. I was Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. okay, like that sounds like a billion different kinds. So um, there's also a huge logic fraud. Logic Robster flaw. Craw. Yeah. yeah. A logic flaw from our friends. How about Sucos. a logic log? Yeah. <laughs> Is that like a Lincoln log? Yeah, like a big, thick, you know, yeah. piece of knowledge. Mm-hmm. It's nice. <laughs> you learn. And you can build little cabins of knowledge yeah. from those yeah. things, too. And your logic logs. Right. Then are sound and safe. There we go. <laughs> and no one else can get in them. Nope. <laughs> and you'd have I to literally. build a door. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he says, if I were an alien. 10,000 years ago. You are an alien because we're all aliens. I've been working on this. I was too high. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no, it's fine. I'm saying 
I've been trying to get a little more subtle, a little more realistic okay, with okay, Masuk's okay. impression here. But there are no roadmaps of Earth. So I'd use these magnetic spots to find my way around. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, okay. I, I have a huge, like, all caps thing. I, yeah, and I yeah. wrote, I'm you, hard. <laughs> yeah. Me so horny. Yeah. Me see washing teens in D.C. <laughs> seven. Teen fuckers too. Yeah, there's a lot of subseries in this. Yeah, <laughs> Jug fuckers POV number yeah. seven. Yeah, um, shout out to Angela <laughs> White, big fan of the show. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, Sooks, I love you, bud, but you are saying that it, these aliens who have traveled through space and time have insanely advanced technology, t- technology enough to yeah. create new hybrid races. To use gold and things as their whatever. To travel through to send drones. infinity right. like, and beyond <laughs> right. but where yeah. there are no markers. Right. Exactly. Like, <laughs> they space. have to use pens. They have to use colored pencils. Yeah. There are no Sharpies anywhere. Yeah. Even How are they going to make a map of Earth? <laughs> even those old Crayola crayon markers? No. Nope. Exactly. The ones that smelled good, like like scents. Uh, I don't know those? if those were Crayola-based, but I remember those. Maybe those were Expo, too. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, or no, they were some weird off-brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, they weren't part of these alien ships for no. sure because they couldn't make a map. And I'm like, you guys in an episode from season one, literally, Danik- Von Daniken and you and whoever, I'm like, they can scan the entire Earth and what's underneath. And I'm like, and now yeah, yeah, you're saying they they don't know where to go to Earth. And so yeah. I thought for a second, I was trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he's saying they can't map the wormholes location in space. But I'm like, no, 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 no. If a wormhole is like a black hole or a whatever, it's a, it's a static event, right? It's not. I don't. Yeah. Nowhere do I know that, that the wormhole is traveling through space. It is a, a conjunction of two points in space. It's like folded yeah, yeah. in on itself, and so it's it's very inconsistent here, where he's just like. And he does the if I were an alien ten thousand yeah, yeah, yeah. years ago, as if that somehow means even longer. Like that's aliens no had time. primitive technology back then. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. no, you're still saying these are the same aliens that flew across the fucking galaxy yeah. or the universe. Hey, tabloid, come here, you know Tab- what? Hey, Tarno, <laughs> look out that fucking window. Right. Where the hell are we? <laughs> God damn it! All right, put a marker out. Right. Pull down. We're gonna put a marker. Right. Strip this shit yeah. up. Get that sharpie out. God yeah, damn it. Yeah. We haven't been invented yet. Vlargone, <laughs> he came out here about four or 5,000 years ago, right. told me where to go. I can't see shit. All I got are my windows and this fucking jet right. UFO <laughs> bullshit. Space jet. Yeah, yeah. Space this jet. UFO bullshit. Yeah. Tarn- uh, Tong, what is it? Tongor Tarn- and, <laughs> and Larg. They kind of sound like Italian aliens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was uh, more Southern. Right. And <laughs> they, the names in quite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, well, yeah, they have to have weird UFO alien yeah. names. But, Maybe hyphenate uh, southern aliens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, Targa Larga. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, what was that movie, The Martian? My name's Jingo Beth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm introducing myself to yeah. you, even though we work I've on got the same the two names. stupid UFO thing. Yeah, that we've been traveling right. light years on. That our race invented yeah. millennia ago. Yeah. Now, I can't see shit, so just get on that, please. Right. Yeah, it's like they don't. Like, oh, oh, shit. We can. Att- there's some big nag- magnetic spot, magnetic yeah. spots yeah. down there. That's how we get around this there fucking it planet. It's yeah. the only way. It's the only kind of radar we have is magnet. This gold dango fango <laughs> magnet <laughs> ship <Yeehaw>! tracking. <laughs> it's like, come on, guys. And like, they're just dipping out the side of the window. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's like you you you're you're telling us in the first season they can map planets, they can see what ki- we can see what yeah. kind of fucking elements how- are on a planet with prismatic. Cr- uh, cr- uh, yeah. 
or just, chromatic whatever gas yeah, yeah, studies the, the and things light. like that. It's like, but, but look at look at our submarines. Do submarines have windows and use visual checkpoints? Right, exactly. No. Yeah, <laughs> they use sonar and mm-hmm. they just fucking map it and yeah. they know where to go. No windows needed. So again, you don't need. Yeah. Help! 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 Um. So yeah, this is where I'm just like. I, I do love the show, but like now seeing it, like looking at it with a bit more critical eye, I'm just like, that's a big fucking swing, guys. Yeah, and yeah, kind of a little too much. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then we get to the next segment: physical evidence of gateways. Mm-hmm. Um, we go to everyone's favorite childhood lake, Titicaca. <laughs> Speaking of Jugfucker Seven, <laughs> POV Jugfucker Seven. <laughs> oh, I'm a pover. I'm yeah. big into POV. Yeah. Uh, my, uh, I'm my suffering headset. from poverty right now. Yeah. I, can only, <laughs> I can only watch POV porn and yeah. come to it. <laughs> what you're obsessed. Yeah. Sorry. Um, but yeah, I remember like one of the first times I heard like Titty Kaka was in an old Disney like Donald cartoon where he mm. was out there on a canoe or something. Yeah. And I was like, ooh. Because yeah, it's like two fucking curse words. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we get a sweet ass shaman montage at this part. And <laughs> literally it's all these guys. When you first see them, the shot is them totally covered in these like cool red like poncho things from head to toe but then the next few shots of them lifting up their arms and they just have jeans and like and like timberlands on and you just hear them going like thank you <laughs> like all this chanting and shit i was dying it's like oh thank you yes like just like being into it or whatever and so yeah, that's pretty good <laughs> um and then we get to what is maybe the most famous to us in this room? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Childress classic line, the Puerto de Hayo Marca, which is the gate of gods. <laughs> <laughs> the gate of the gods. And it's this big, it's a p- carved piece of rock, mm-hmm. and it's in the side of a mountain, like 14,000 feet up in Peru. Peru is a very mountainous country, too, which I'll kind of get to to disprove some mm-hmm. stuff later, or at least think I am. But uh, it is, the classic line from Childress is, you have this doorway carved into solid rock and it appears to be a gateway but it doesn't go anywhere and he's just like this is like where i fell in love with his way of talking like like, there is no rhyme or reason to how he emphasizes syllables the pauses in between like and it's i mean he's fascinating i would love to fucking go to a talk with him yeah yeah um but uh it's it's so it's this little it's this, this big rectangular rock it looks like it's like 20 some 30 feet by like 15 20 feet high and in the center of it this little kind of like square mushroom it almost looked like a little stonehenge but if there was no gap in the bottom two uh, prongs okay, of the yep, stonehenge yep, yep. thing and it's carved in there so it's like a little hut looking thing and it's indented in there carved out and it has a little circular indentation which that we'll get to that in a second but mm-hmm. like it looks like a doorway and they call it literally the gate to the god or gate yeah, of the yeah. gods and it's like they talk about they, – they do the, the classic um, flaw of trying to understand uh, ancient people. Just making a leap without really any context. Michael Barzon, why would they carve this gateway to the gods? Like why would they spend all that time if it wasn't for something? And I'm like, why, the fuck, why yeah. the fuck did cavemen somehow figure out how paint or things could stick to a wall yeah. and paint cave paintings, yeah. which probably took them weeks or months, or to carve a statue or anything? All of this yeah. shit, when you don't have TV or distractions, like we said on season one, 
You can do a lot you of shit. And this, shit. and this was yeah. their religion. Of course yeah. they're going to do sculptures and, and paintings and this and that. Yeah. And spend a lot of fucking time trying to understand where they come from and reality yeah. and all that yeah. stuff. And so it's just like, it's that, I hate that point of like, why would they spend all this time doing that? And it's like, because that was life not back you. then. Yeah. Right. Like, and whether it was the shamans maybe having experiences and thinking that the sky yeah, gods were coming yeah. or whatever or things they couldn't explain and then doing this to reflect that or yeah. they were keeping the story going they were keeping their mm-hmm. their culture and tr- doing a tribute to it or, or whatever yeah you could you go know? worship this door or something right. or or maybe they would would walk through that at right. some point maybe it was but, like yeah. church for them where it's like oh we do this representation of the gateway yeah. this is where i dreamt the spot was and because even dreams must have been yeah. magical back then, you know. Right, we, right. We're, I mean, not to sound like the assholes that we're always saying, like, yeah. oh, they always see the privilege, so, so yeah, fucking yeah. stupid. But it's like, you know, well, they saw them as visions, and right, thousands of years ago. If you, yeah, dreams could be visions or whatever. You know, you're living another life when you're not awake. It's a pretty yeah. interesting. It's to this day, it's a, a misunderstood, weird thing. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's it's one of those things. Like with time and proper motivation, people will spend their whole fucking life doing something difficult, yeah. Yeah. you know, and seemingly pointless to other people. I find X, Y, and Z thing pointless, but it's not. I understand how other people are into it, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, and there's they go into this golden disc for quite a while, and how it was the key to unlock this thing. And there's a little circular indentation, and that's how the god, whatever his name was, like you know, like the Anasazi god was like traveled mm-hmm. back back to the stars, and he never came came through again, and it turned yeah. to stone. Like, <laughs> and so Sooks then comes on again, and he goes. This idea that it wasn't real is rubbish. That it's all a fantasy. That's rubbish. And I'm like, come on, dude. I was like, is it? Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be black or white. It doesn't have to be. They completely. All or nothing. They completely yeah. faked it, and like they believed in something to carve this thing. Or yes, yeah, they wouldn't yeah. have wasted wasted their time, because otherwise they would just like carve shit out of food, or like you know, or like look yeah, at yeah. pictures of burgers and fries from Peru <laughs> in two thousand years ago. Yeah, you know? classic place for your burger right. fry. Combo. Exactly. They love yeah. papas fritas. Yeah. A lot of llama fries and yeah. burgers. Llama burgers. <laughs> no, oh, oh, Argentina has a beautiful meat meat culture. Oh, they're oh, all oh, about yeah. leathers and cows and like everything steaks yep. and crazy cuts. Yeah, yeah. so um, similar to Brazil in those churrascos. Uh, similar but different. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, it doesn't have to be black and white. And he's surprisingly close-minded on this thing where mm-hmm. it's like these are the culture's deep-seated beliefs. So they're going to – again, why did the pharaohs have 8 trillion people build a big right. stone thing out of something? Like, you know what I mean? Like, Because yeah, yeah. he could and because he wanted to be immortal. Like life was short. Life yeah. was shitty. You wanted to like say I was here. It's literally like mm-hmm. carving your fucking name into a toilet seat yeah, or a yeah. wall or a stall and your phone number and it says yeah. on sat on the second like, Saturday oh, of every yeah. month I'll be here mouth open yeah. mind closed no questions yeah. asked stick whatever you yeah. want in there this is a lot to carve on a stall wall but I'm doing it to entice you to see that I to yeah. show you that I put forth the effort yeah and that's all carved on there paragraph yeah. yeah NSA relationship right <laughs> <laughs> um, the National Security Agency yes, relationship yes, yes. Yeah. Um, so then we get to something that is just funny. Not because anyone on the show has any sort of the kind of ancient astronaut theorist kind of racial issues or problems mm-hmm. that we're talking about, but they get a guy, a, a descendant from the the Peruvian tribe or the Anasazi yeah. tribe, talking about the Space Brothers, oh. <laughs> and <laughs> they are uh, they are apparently even though we heard about one guy, this god that went back through that portal, mm-hmm. they talk about the Space Brothers and how they call that the bridge to home. Yeah. Um, so again, just calling it a portal or whatever, and they have the gold disc as well. Blah blah blah. But what my question was. Is there anything unique 
other than stories from shamans and the people in the area mm-hmm. and the fact that it seems like a lot of effort, is there is there actually a different geomagnetic signature? Like, right, you can right, go right. fucking get... Yeah, a, go get a, a millimeter. And... Shout out to Ghost Adventures, big fans of the yeah. show because they're always they're always because hey, those guys are so absolute on this is right. the frequency <laughs> ghosts live exactly. at. Yeah. Like, well, ghost come frequency. On. Hey, what's up, ghost? Yeah, um, <laughs> that's really bad. Uh, but the, they have a millimeter. Yeah, <laughs> down the wormhole on that one. <laughs> uh, but all it does, it's not even a ghost thing. It just it just detects yeah. electromagnetic changes right. in the environment and yeah. temperature and stuff. So it's like maybe I, I would like to see a little bit of that. And they do do that in later seasons where they like go to a guy and they do a test. They did that, I guess, mm-hmm, once or twice mm-hmm. in the first season, too. But uh, they go somewhere and test something out or look at all these readings or look at the scientific evidence. Yeah. You know, I would have loved to see like, oh, yeah, there's huge spikes of electromagnetism in this spot. Yeah, because it kind of left me or le- leads me to what I, I, I'll make a point later. But it's like all of these and it's the whole world grid thing like you're talking right. about before. It's skipping ahead. But. People and animals are actually pretty sensitive to electromagnetic fields. Yeah. It just affects your body. You have iron in your body, whatever. Birds well, fucking use it. Yeah, like, we have it in our navigate. nose. We have it in our nose. Like That's how sea creatures can migrate right. so far, right. so accurately, is yeah. by starlight yeah. and magnetism. Yeah, and it's like, so yes, magnetism has a big effect on life on the yeah. planet because we evolved with that, those yeah, forces in there, too. Yeah. So that's not anything that we're disagreeing with, but like... The fact that it could then you somehow harness it to create a wormhole, I'm like, if if it all it was was magnetism, don't you think we'd figure it would figure yeah. something out like that? I don't know. Right, maybe right. I'm being closed minded, but it's like they go a lot into how little tiny and even Sarah Seeger, the PhD from MIT, she's like, oh yeah, sometimes there are spikes of of, of a few percent a stronger magnetism. Yeah. I'm like. Is that really enough? Like to everywhere, like, right. like anywhere at any time. She's is like that like a solar flare going off? Or, and she, you know, she says different spots on the earth will have little spikes sometimes. You know, yeah. and that's all she says, and that's right, fine because right. that's true. But um, it's not enough to like if it's not consistent, you can't really right. do anything with and it. And so it's fine. Maybe we'll find out in the future that that is exactly you turn magnetism up and it creates a wormhole. I don't know. Yeah. But to say that that's definitely how they the aliens harness this to get through, which in later seasons and again in previous episodes. They talk about a billion different ways that aliens could travel through space. Yeah. Sometimes it's like the EM drive. Sometimes it's the this. Sometimes it's warp drive, whatever the fuck it is. So anyway, um, Jason Martell is back. And again, a little problematic. Talks about ancient man not understanding this wormhole tech that the gods used. And it's like, again, we're all going on just a religious tech saying we witnessed this, you know, or mm-hmm, something mm-hmm. too. Not saying they didn't. We just don't. There's just no evidence for it. So, yeah. they, but they're always using this kind of point to really solidify things. And it's like, so you can just sit there, and go, yeah, yeah, you know, it's true. Yeah. But, but you're really getting on an emotional train more than an actual evidence based yeah. one, you know. Um, and this is this also leads to the fin. I never heard this, or at least I've seen this episode a long ass time. Ago, it was 2010, but this is the finishing of the line from Childress before, where he says, "Appears to be some kind of doorway." And the aliens that are coming here are coming here in interdimensional craft. Like, and so yeah. he says, they're coming in interdimensional craft. Some people say they're walking through it. Some people, like, like so his whole point is that, you know, they're all, that, that spacecraft is not just spacecraft, but space-time craft, right, too. Right. And can create wormholes and all that stuff. Even Neil deGrasse Tyson says, 
the best way to travel quickly across long distance would be to kind of make space zero yeah. and travel through a wormhole yeah. or whatever. But how can you control that? Shout how can out you to Wrinkle in Time. Right. Shout yeah. out to Event Horizon with my boy Larry Fishburne. Yeah. Um, and my boy Christian Slater. Big fans of the show. Yeah. Gleam in the cube. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so this this brings up a lot of problems in the future because, again, there anything, any sort of propulsion – they will use to explain how they're getting here. Mm-hmm. And that's what, I guess, scientists and stuff do, too. Yeah. But then they also go test it out. You know right, what I mean? Right, or right. they don't say, this must be how it's happening before it happens, you know? So, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's like, also, my big question is, like, with such a, I, I don't understand the creation of a wormhole, but you would think it would leave some sort of mark somewhere. Like, it would be some sort of implosion or what pull things in yeah, like, more than just a person or like, a plane like, like trees it, in the area would be yeah, like getting sucked warped. in or I, I don't know but like you didn't have bigger consequences than just yeah there's a rock here and everything else is completely nominal yeah, like yeah. I, I don't know so um he also then stresses that you know lake denny Kaka has lights along the water and people believe crafts coming out of the lake so like that there's an underground Light. installation yeah. in the in the water and that aliens are coming out of it. That's kind yeah, of the hollow living, earth theory, too, yeah. that, like, there's an ancient race of prehistory humans right. that live under the earth. And the lizard people. Shit like, yes, all that. Hollow earth, like, was originally one thing, and now it's, like, used to be. Fucking, I just watched Kong Skull Island. Oh, yeah. they talk yeah. about hollow earth and that, too. Yeah. So that's why um, you don't want the big one to come up. Right. <laughs> uh, and that's what I tell girls every yeah. time. <laughs> When I'm pooping, <laughs> when they're doing my prostate exam, <laughs> you don't want the big one to come out, and then I shit in their face. Yeah, um, <laughs> but it's just, my balls right. low. <laughs> um, and then Jason Martell, three out of three times on camera, <laughs> talks about white people. No. The beings sighted around Lake Titicaca are tall and pale skinned, as described by the indigenous people, and they are not pale skinned. They're very dark skinned. You know, yeah, I'm, just I'm that I'm. Not exaggerating, maybe I'm like paraphrasing a bit, but it's just like, whew, we're just driving home that, really? that aliens are white, that are very yeah. white, very Aryan looking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because again, literally Hitler, the Way Aryan after, race, yeah. he was going by what these old religions and cults and things described as mm-hmm. bright white shining people. Yeah. Which, when you kind of think about it, let's take all the jokes about racism and stuff here, because I don't think Martel's being racist, but it's like, if you were. You know, even we as moderns are exec, uh, sucked up, uh, yeah. obsessed with exoticism, right? Like, there's a whole, you know, uh, 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 Nipponophiles in America are, mm-hmm. you know, like usually white kids or just kids obsessed with Japanese culture and everything yeah. about Japanese culture. And Japanese culture is better because it's cool and different mm-hmm. and honorable and this, but like, they've never been to Japan. They never really met a lot of Japanese people. Yeah. They don't know what it's like. They're just, they fetishize they this culture. It, yeah. And it makes you wonder if, like, oh, maybe indigenous people who were used to seeing darker colored skin, the most exotic thing would be, oh, these bright, shining white. Or they're different. from the stars, yeah. so they look like starlight or something right. like that, you know. So, I mean, I, I it's always the blue eyes thing that gets to yeah. it, too, you know. <laughs> yeah, when again, it gets that specific, then it's like, Ooh. Again, probably most people have brown eyes. It's the most common yeah, yeah. eye color. I don't know. So, that's just us speculating, or me speculating here. But uh, I, have blue I don't want to bring Steve down into this, okay. as I'm talking okay. about. Um, we then get into... This one rando dude that seems like he's stoned. I didn't even remember his name because like, yeah. I never see him again. Is that fat guy? He's kind of like the the. He has like kind of like messy black hair, mm-hmm. and he's on there, and he's just like you know teleportation. Uh, they're doing it with particles now, and <laughs> they can move particles from one place to the other. So 
you know, I, I would think that aliens could do that too. And I'm like, I, I, I didn't write him down. I mean, I'm like, who the fuck is this yeah. guy? Like, <laughs> he's just like, okay, like, yeah. thanks. That's how teleportation works, I guess. Yeah, he was just some intern they just dragged. <laughs> right. Hey, oh, he has really good opinions while yeah. we're drinking together, you yeah. know. Um, but uh, that leads us to the next segment. Even more portals in Peru. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> they're really big on Peru in this episode. Um, and we get to Marcawasi, which is an Incan sacred place where, suppo- according to their translation, they say wizards, energy, Ooh. and genies are there in this weird area. Uh, <laughs> your wish is granted. Yeah. Long live Jambi. <laughs> um, a British Jambi from yeah, Kiwi's Playhouse. Theme, theme, solid theme. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> Make a hine. Make a ho. Uh, oh, I knew some hiney hoes yeah, back yeah, in the yeah. day, you know. Make it look uh, anal sex. Shiny. <laughs> <laughs> Come what, on, Joe. Were you about to say something ease ho? <laughs> what? No. <laughs> okay. Whew. Let's pivot from that. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, back to Marco Wasi. Um, there are a lot of really strange stone formations here. Mm-hmm. Some geologists say they're naturally formed. Others say it's a massive sculpture garden to the gods or the aliens. And so this whole place kind of like this whole segment is, again, like it does get racially problematic yeah. <laughs> as they go on and describe these statues yeah, yeah. or what they speculate they are. But we'll go back to the beginning here. So Coppins, of course, in his ethereal wisdom, uh, they, they call this a, like a Disneyland of the gods. And I'm like. Like, they played around on rides and shit, or, <laughs> it, or it was just a fun place. Yeah, they but just like, love Mickey Mouse. Right. And, like, but, like, also, apparently that means that people at Disneyland plan the future of the human race because he also, or somebody else also says that, like, oh, yeah, aliens convened here, and it was an ancient forest before. They convened here to talk about uh, shaping the human race. And I'm like, and then they give zero, yeah. zero evidence for that. Yeah, other and than who, just, and is it multiple alien races? Right. And why do they care? And what do they get? Right. And so, and again, it's just what the what the old culture said happened back then. The sky yeah. gods would go and talk about how to deal with humanity and stuff like that. So, um, there these rocks have a lot of different what they call faces and like animal shapes in them. And some one or two of them looked like a face. Like that's totally fine. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't. Again, this was even at, this is post Egypt, so there was yeah. plenty of faces and giant faces and obelisks and things carved All thousands over. of years before yeah. that. So it's not you know out of the ordinary in, in that sense. But they then like. It makes you, it kind of made me wonder. I don't know the term, but it's like the phenomenon. And we're back. Had a little technical malfunction yeah. there. Little kitty cat with yep. the cords. Pulled out the power. <laughs> anyway, we were uh, talking about the, the stone carved heads uh, at Markawasi. And it gets a little problematic here because they even literally show like <laughs> drawings on the screen on the outlines of the, of the statue faces as they're describing it. And they're like, oh, here's a hippo standing up. Could this be a frog? And then they go, and did multiple race or multiple races depicted here? And it's like, this one shows a Westerner's face. And on the other side of that same rock, a Middle Eastern face. And I'm like, whoa, like, what is that? Oh, and, and the first one was, this one depicts what looks like an African queen. And I'm like, these are very rough, blobby yeah. things. How the fuck are you <laughs> not discriminating against it? But, like, how are you discriminating these shapes from just some blobby rocks. Reason, yeah. Enough where you're like, of course, if you draw Calling over something, regions, yeah. it's literally like constellation style shit where it's like that loose of a depiction and you're like, what's a Western phase? And what, oh, you mean like the stereotypical yeah. Western Do you mean Western? Because these people are living in the West right now. Right. <laughs> and and like, yeah, like they're in South America. Yeah. 
Or Central America. No, so Where? Central you said Peru? Peru, yes. Fuck. South, I think. Fuck. God <laughs> yeah. damn it. Sorry. <laughs> Maybe we're the indiscriminate uh, But anyway. Uh, yeah, I'm just like, this is pretty gnarly <laughs> in terms of like, oh, it must have been these races depicted. Because it fits the narrative of, uh, yes, all these different, you know, the aliens, of course, would have known of all the different cultures on the planet and the different, you know, genetic lines and things like that from different areas of Earth. But... Why would they? I don't know. So they're they're painting the picture that it is like this menagerie of Earth. It's it's yeah animals from everywhere. And then Michael Barr comes on and he's like, and I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but he's like, he's like, he's like, well, yeah. I mean, if say say that these aliens got wiped out or this race got wiped out by the by Noah's flood, and I'm like, okay, right, right. that's one thing Whatever. you have to believe. Yeah. And and there were floods back then, but it's like there were a lot of floods, and there was a, you know there's yeah there's yeah. fucking sea stars on the tops of mountains because. A hundred million years ago, that was underwater or, or yeah. part of another well, continent. The or ground was it was on right. the ground, right. and then it got pushed up into it. Right? Yes, like, exactly. The mountaintops are two plates or whatever, like jammed yeah. up together, yeah. or whatever. So, um, anyway, he's just like, so if if uh, if that's the case, sorry, we got some more pussy power here. Come here, come on, dummy, stupid cat. Um, you have to believe that Noah's flood apparently happened and wiped this this race of beings out of with yeah. a precursor race or aliens or whatever. And then he's like, so, of course, they were existing, surviving on the top of these mountains. And then as the years went by, they got lower and lower. So, of course, they would carve these things because, again, why would they put these things 12,000 feet up yeah. in the middle of nowhere? And it's like, because that's where they fucking happened to live or whatever, yeah. you know. And they might have been they carving the these high things. Ground. Right. They might have been carving these things, which they can't really confirm if they were carved. But they might have been carving these. Like, I guess the frogs really looked like frogs, and there was a couple yeah. of them. But and the schnozberries. That was like the, yeah. <laughs> the frogs yeah. were the only ones where I was like, oh, those look like frog statues. So, fine. Yeah. If they carved them, that's great. They, they didn't say anything about, like, this rock was so impossible to carve because it was so hard. It was just like lava rock and whatever. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, again, it's positing that, like, there would be no reason to do this. I'm like, well, maybe this fucking culture was here for, like, 500 years, and their whole fucking life's work was carving statues of the gods or whatever yeah you know yeah. so and then they tried to say that like one of them looked like an egyptian god and what and i'm like it doesn't look like that at all like yeah, you yeah. know so like there as if there's Very telltale signs yeah, yeah as if there's like... telltale signs to it um but anyway <laughs> jason martell is back i put in parentheses of course <laughs> and he's like is this a lost civilization a transoceanic culture and then I'm like, where are the tools? Has anyone done any seismography on the ground here to see yeah. if there's anything interesting down there? Or you're just looking at carvings of stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of no special hardened you know, stone or whatever. Yeah. And then Geology Jesus comes on, introduces like a pretty big thing. And, you know, Robert Schock. And he's yeah. like, he's like, now there's this ancient culture, the Masma culture, the Masma culture. And they're like an Atlantean race. And they had an advanced technology and... And but where did they go? Like why did they? And so they're saying that maybe the Mazma were the ones wiped out by the Great Flood. But it's like, I don't know. I've been watching this show forever, and maybe I'm wrong. I'd totally be wrong. I haven't watched you know the fir- the previous six seasons since like the, the years they were on. I don't remember them mentioning the Mazma ever again. Like I don't, mm-hmm. or they're not a big part of the show. You know, so they mention it. Like, they mention Atlantis like all the fucking time. So yeah. Anyway, but uh, it's just kind of one of those non things. But it's also interesting that. Shock is usually the in the first season was very much like this is how rocks are and it could be natural yeah. it could be this but I don't know and now he's kind of like 
Maybe, you know, is... we could we can only think that if we can't explain it now, that it must have been this race back then. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, he's getting a little more speculative for yeah, the sake of being like, speculative. Yeah, maybe they're like, hey, kind of juice it up a little right? bit for this. They like, like, oh, hey, you had really good feedback from season yeah. one. The kids loved you. Can you maybe be more like us? Or I don't know. So I know they love me. Yeah. <laughs> I am their god. <laughs> <laughs> I like your impression. It's creepier. <laughs> um, and then uh, you'll do what Daddy says. Yeah. <laughs> And even, like, Mark, Michael Barr is confident, like, why would they do this up there? It kind of shows, not that we fucking knew where Peru was exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, like, it shows it's South his... South America. Looks- it, okay, good. <laughs> it shows his, like, lack of respect for that culture, too. Like, mm-hmm. didn't you know that they lived up in the mountains and fucking climbed yeah, mountains all, and all shit? These, and, all like, these South American and Central American... All yeah. these cultures were mountainous people. The fucking Andes and all yeah. that stuff. Like, come on. So, anyway... Um, they then talk a little bit about this guy, Daniel Russo. Not Daniel LaRusso from yeah. Karate Kid. Um, but this guy was just crane kicking it around in the 30s. And he was like yeah. the first dude to speculate that this was an ancient race or whatever. So I'm mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. okay, so one dude thought that. And now you're basing speculate. everything, yeah. a 10-minute segment on that kind of thing. Um, and and then another guy in 1959, he was not important because it's not a very interesting point. He he was the dude that said, "Oh yeah, the aliens get." He wrote a book about it. Said the aliens get together there and plan the future. I'm like, "Yeah, great." So why he, not? <laughs> he wrote a book that has he has no bearing on anything. He wasn't like a physicist or any. He was just a guy that wrote it. Like, yeah, it, just, yeah. it wasn't interesting. So um, now they do have a pretty cool photo of what looks like a UFO. It's some businessman in the 70s took, and Childress talks about that. He doesn't say anything funny though, but. Uh, I'm like, oh, that's a cool photo. Like, yeah. it doesn't look like it'd be totally doctored. That was me. Sorry. Bang. Yeah. I punched the mic. Um, but, uh, you know, it was cool. But, um, again, back to our other point, just because there's UFO sightings doesn't make this place any more special than any other place. But that leads us to the final segment, which is a biggie. And it's all about the world grid. And so, <laughs> like, I'm going to take a break. <laughs> um, so... This is like literally tying up everything they talked about before that many, if not every mysterious place, every any sort of yeah. monolith or any sort of ancient city of any yeah. of worth obelisks. any notes, right? Obelisks, all that stuff are all, if you map out where all those are on a globe, you'll see that they connect in a, in a grid mm-hmm. all over the place. And it looks like a very symmetrical, even grid. But I'm like, okay, I, I could believe them on this, but yeah. for a couple reasons. But. I also like would like to see that globe and see if they're leaving places out and if they th- certain places weren't chosen right, on purpose to fulfill this. Fit, like I'm getting yeah. a little oh maybe they're trying to prove it and lie about it. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. think that's the case. But at the same time, my other point is like we talked about before, humans and animals do have a sensitivity to yeah. electromagnetic changes in energy. So I totally would buy that, especially people more in tune with the Earth back then just that were just drop, living yeah. off the Earth, they would feel some sort of power place and maybe they'd feel something go we should this site feels holy or interesting or weird yeah or maybe there's magic here maybe plants grow better there and animals congregate there because of the magnetism and that's part of their their root and so they they go oh let's just settle here then too exactly this is it's some place of like heightened life or some some interesting it's an anomaly in the middle of a desert in the case of egypt or uh there's a certain line like the, they talk about the ley lines a little bit later mm-hmm. going across Europe, which apparently they're everywhere. Like they say that New yeah, York yeah. has them going across too. Um, but like that they built all the towns along this ley line. I'm like, yeah, but look at the El Camino Real that like the old Spanish Catholics built in California. It's a big long road that 
they for whatever reason just kept picking places yeah. to build missions. Well, and, he, you know, they would walk a certain distance. Right. Once they've walked for it was like twenty one days or something. Right. Stop. Oh and yeah, go, you're oh, right. Here we yeah, go. Yeah. We're going to build a mission here. Right. So maybe if it was really crazy terrain, right. they only went so far. Where if it right. was way easier terrain, they went way further. And right. That's why like, they're like because they at a weird. Distance. They didn't go into like I would have I would have liked it if they said. What's crazy about this ley line path is that it's very treacherous, and you wouldn't want to. You wouldn't think it'd be like a path of least resistance right. for them, you know. Or, like, or maybe it is the path of least resistance, right. and everything else is treacherous. So right. That ley line has created this, this right. nice mellow. They don't go into like, like you said, like right. a reason. They just go, oh, yeah. here it is. So maybe there was uh, like floods all the time around those places, so they built it on the dry spots. I don't know. Like, and again, these were cultures from like ancient kind of like uh, Saxon cultures, like a thousand, two thousand years ago in England. You know, building along this line, and they say like, oh, and all and Dan, Von Daniken's on there. And he's like, and the root word of all the town's names is a star. So of course, the alien said, "You build this," and he kind of got angry, like an angry dad. He's like, <laughs> "You build this fucking town, and you say it's star, and you don't change it." Like it was yeah, like he said yeah. it very like authoritatively. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, but anyway, we're skipping ahead a little bit. Um, you know, uh, Childress comes on, and he's like, certain places on the planet. Uh, these places come together and, and create a different energy that's more useful. And I'm like, okay, like, again, you're not explaining how it's useful. Yeah. You're just explaining there's energy there. I don't know if they knew how to harness magnetic energy or why they would. Like, mm-hmm. what you know, what does that help with anything? I, I would think it's more along the lines of animals were there, flocked to there, whatever. And it's like, yeah. oh, there's life there. That means it's probably pretty good or something. Yeah, or yeah. you literally feel this weird energy while you're there. And, again, that would seem like magic or whatever. Like every time yeah. I'm in this spot, I'm kind of shaky or vibrating or this. And then in this spot, it's my butthole. You yeah. know? And that's not vibrating as much. Yeah. You just jam your finger. Gaping. Right. <laughs> wide little space. Right. Um, and so – and then uh, this one isn't as problematic. But um, Childress then mentions, like, Australian aboriginals go on walkabout. And they go on their dreaming tracks. And they say they can see them. The Chinese see these dragon tracks, which they say are ley lines. And in fact, feng shui is based off putting things in the path of these dragon tracks to harness their energy. And I'm like, well, feng shui is not really about that other than like not bringing bad luck and things like that, but like energy flow. But I get it. So I'm not like dismissing what he's saying. But it's just funny that, again, like people that are more, you know, like Aboriginal people still live a more ancient kind of lifestyle right they're out walking across the outback yeah. living Spiritual off the land journeys and yeah no living off land. so yeah maybe they are kind of following or feeling a magnetic line or maybe they can actually they're so used to seeing the plants and shit maybe they're like things kind of like curve towards it or i don't know you know yeah. but well i mean if you look at nature like deer tracks are like a, a classic thing where it's like oh the deers just form this track like and they and they just all walk on it, and right. that's all those deer look for. Right. are those trails, mm-hmm. and they all they could all walk totally different. Right, but they all just I see a trail, that. and they all just keep walking. So, like, right. if you're hunting, you can just go, oh, there's a deer trail. They're going to go back and forth here, or this one goes oh. that way, that one goes this and way. And that's how you can stake yourself out and like, yeah, know, and you know where they're going to be because it's like they're just right. that like that's their instinct is like, yeah. oh, that's safe because it's beat down right. in the path I know. And then you can blow their fucking brains yeah. out. Yeah, well, you go for a lung shot usually, <laughs> <Right>. lung <laughs> suffocate. Kill but, them quicker. Uh, yeah. Well, it oh, does kill quicker. Nice. Safer. <laughs> uh, but um, 
Well, at least with a bow and arrow. Because you want the trophy to keep it, at least. You don't want to blow their brains out. Right, right, right. Yeah, you got to cut I that fucker's that head mouth. off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Drink the uh, blood. Yep. Um, but Only still, the penitent man will pass. Yeah. I but, don't... but I'm saying, so, like, people and animals, like, animals create these known tracks. Right. So people can follow Ants. those tracks. Ants! Ants. That's we'll all scent-based. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, chalk just fucks those guys up. Right. Uh, but, chalk, yeah, chalk. so, like. These animals are probably on some sort of steady path, and then the humans walk a path, and then, yeah, they just know, and the, the right. brush and everything just kind of naturally you can, clears out. We can sense track. when there's, like, someone in the room, when he, even when it's pitch black, and there's little thi- there's little subconscious things that you sense, like, you might be smelling pheromones. you or might the feel, audio. You might yeah, feel their hearing, energy yeah. or hear breathing with subconsciously without hearing it or whatever. Yeah. You can just sense something, or, oh, I feel like someone's watching me. Like someone's focused on me. And you could go all into all sorts of gnarly, like shared consciousness stuff and this and that, whatever. But yeah, still, yeah. we can experience those things. So that's not what we're arguing with, obviously, here. It's it's more of the how how do they harness it? Please tell us how, even how you speculate they're harnessing it. Right, like, I right. would love to see this speculative science behind it. Like, oh, they use this. Because like season one had a little more. We're only one episode of season two. But like season one had a little more of the balancing the third party sources mm-hmm. with what they're trying to say, you know? Yeah. Um, but still, but this episode, it, it is more fun though. It's like, it's going from place to place. It's moving and they're going yeah. a little deeper into the stuff that we love about the show. And more, again, so. it's, it's kind of just weird talk, right? right. It's not so much <laughs> aliens. What you do with that weird talk, yeah. boy. I told you I'm mapping out the fucking thing. God, right. <laughs> get that okay. fucking Sharpie that hasn't okay. been invented out. Invent it with magnetism and let's fucking go. Let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> I got to take a shit. We can only see magnets here. Or um, Matnets. Oh, Tiki Torch Mafia up in the house here. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> have a little guest coming in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that brings us to a man, a Frenchman, named Amé Michel. Michel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he, before his death in 92, mapped all the UFO reports in the world since Roswell in 1947. And he found that they all fell along the world grid. And I'm like, but when you look at the episode, the world grid is like everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's like every, let's say the globe was like 30 inches. It's like every quarter inch. <laughs> it's like all right, over the place. Right, right. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but still. he His research also, A, so one thing. How do you know that's all the reports? There's lots of unreported stuff, too. Yeah. He, didn't, he couldn't know all the sightings ever, only the yeah. reported sightings. And then... Uh, and, and, hey, even to our point before, most of the reported sightings were in larger cities or whatever. Yeah, just where or in a city. access to so maybe, go report, especially back then. They were right. no internet or anything. So right. you had to have a source you could call, actually have a phone right. and call into, and someone will take it down and right. then post it somewhere. Yeah. Did uh, your roommate smell like food? It smells like food in here now since he walked in. He could. He always is eating burritos. Mm. Took off his shoes. Huh? Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's always eating. That's the smelliest food is burritos. Yeah. yeah. Which kind of true, I guess. But, uh <laughs> But it's no, like carne asada. It's probably the if, ro- it's probably the rotted carne asada. That's oh, in the that's fridge. right. Got um, but yeah, again, if it's all in most in cities, those cities were built because there was water or animals. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Anyway, so the point is too is that uh, you know, two point second point is they talk about in the previous episode we talked about season one episode five about how UFO sightings spiked in the 90s when the, when the portable video camera became affordable and accessible. Yeah, and, and everyone stuff. started. So then everyone started having evidence of it, and that was like one of those, like, they're fucking everywhere. They're in the, they, they literally talked about, oh, in the, from the middle of nowhere to New York City, they're everywhere, to Tokyo and this and yeah, that. And it's yeah. like, okay, like, does every single place on the planet follow along these lines? 
And so I didn't really like that piece of evidence because it's a little too, you know, it was 20-some years old ago. school, yeah. So it, yeah. yeah, it's just, it, it's outdated. Right, and not everything that you see is reported. So um, anyway, so then the, the video, oh, the video, the fucking episode wraps up with talking about, it gets like, it's like the last five minutes move very quickly because it's like they're all charged up and Childress is going like, obelisks and pyramids are like acupuncture for the earth. We can manipulate the energy patterns and just like the human body. And I'm like, I get what he's saying. Like you're manipulating magnetism and stuff. But A, there's also no proof that acupuncture works. Um, and B, ooh, we almost had a power outage again. Um there's no proof that acupuncture works the way they say it does, which is manipulating energy lines through your body. Yeah. Um, it's, it's mostly a psychosomatic effect. But uh, in the same sense, putting – I think they, we briefly talked about this in, like, season one where, like, obelisks and things were almost like these um, Tesla-esque AC tower, like power, power towers or whatever where yeah. there would be, like, Wi-Fi for power. And so they're kind of going to that now where it's like, oh, it attracts energy. It's like, well – did it attract energy or did it output energy? Because they were saying that the fucking UFOs would hover above these obelisks and just beam energy from yeah, it. It's yeah. like, so I don't know. It's a little iffy there. You know, we go into the ley lines again, which we already kind of skipped ahead to. Um, and if you mapped every city in the world, wouldn't that also look like a big fucking? You know what I mean? Like if a you drew, grid. if you yeah. drew lines through everything, you'd kind of average out on a bunch of fucking cities and things. You know, so. Um, I we should probably look, we should look at like the world grid map before the next episode and like yeah. look and see if they're missing like a big fucking city somewhere or something too. Mm-hmm. But anyway, but the episode ends on you. You think that the episode would end on like its strongest note, but it just asks the question: Is know, there weird places? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> aliens use electromagnetism to travel through space, and it's like. How, again, how do they fucking do it? Like, that's what I guess is interesting. This entire episode pretty yeah, much became about Yeah, if you know wormholes. they do it, then you should know how they do it. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and so that's the, that's the, it's not really the logic flaw, but it's kind of the logical dead end of it. Where right. You're just right. like, okay, like, it's cool to, to postulate It's that. more of a theory than yeah. a statement, and they're making it more as like a factual statement. Yeah, they they kind of create, like anyone trying to argue a point, they're trying to create a little cognitive dissonance in somebody and go let me try to make you rethink that you know yeah, or yeah. let me shake your foundation a little bit so you have to think about your point and my point and maybe learn something here or whatever but like it's just a little too, too like, way too speculative on this one too so i mean because totally and again they throw einstein in there like four times about special relativity and wormholes mm-hmm. and it's like yes we get it that it's theoretically possible but we haven't seen it yet, and we don't know how it works. And most people think you just get, like, fucking crushed going in there or something, too. Like, yeah. How would you survive through the wormhole? Because I, I haven't watched – I think I listened to a Neil deGrasse Tyson podcast, Star Talk podcast. And he talked about how if the math of Einstein is correct – and we don't understand particle physics, like, yet, too. Because mm-hmm. even he, Einstein said it gets spooky and weird or something. He has his classic line where he's right. like, spooky rules or whatever go out the window. Um but it's like he's like your your ship would probably get fucking crushed as would you. You'd probably become like this weird two dimensional being compressed into a very thin amount of space and then stretched out the other side and explode right. or something. Yeah, you know? your body so just couldn't handle. Unless it. Yeah. you could create some field that protected you or what the fuck ever. Yeah, but now yeah. he's getting speculative and whatever too. So anyway, but I don't know. It was like a fun episode, but there wasn't those like wow moments I remember happening. But yeah. I also it's like the second time I've seen this now too. So right, going it's not back to it, surprising yeah. and. For people that watch this so regularly, you know that like 
by season 10, they're talking about like the same like 20 big hits over and over yeah, and over yeah, again cycling. as time yeah. goes on. So, um, but yeah, that's pretty much it for mysterious places. Uh, I mean, write to us uh, with a letter and a sharpie <laughs> that hasn't been invented yeah. yet, and let us know if they're if we got shit wrong, if they've proved things since then, if they proved yeah. sharpies exist in UFOs, and um, follow and what us. Brand those scent scented pens, right? Were. Exactly, because yeah. there's no way of knowing other than a listener writing it. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, follow us uh, at Probing Ancient Aliens on Facebook. At Probing Ancient Aliens on Instagram. Yeah. And also, if you like our gross brand of humor, follow our craft beer podcast, Beer There, Drunk That, on podcast services. Um, you'll see it also talking, mentioning Steve and Joey a bunch. Yeah. Uh, that's at Beer There, Drunk That on Facebook and Beer There, Drunk That PC, PC. for yeah. podcast on Instagram. Um, but yeah, yeah, if you like us, subscribe, share, write a great review of ours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah. yeah, otherwise... We're going to fucking blast off out of here with an electromagnetic warp drive, I yeah. think, right now. Oh, I feel it building, baby. Oh. oh, I'm harnessing the magnetism somehow and warping.